Canadian Aquatic Auctions, the place to be if you are into anything aquatic. Nelson Fletcher, owner and operator, has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals. So if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast, please visit Canadian Aquatic Auctions today. Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash Canadian Aquatic Sales. Together we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around. 
and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than one nostalgic weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on one nostalgic weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg 365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. the mayor in the building rocking live and direct after further review 2.0 2.0 aka the sideline pass that's how we're doing it for the 2020 season what's good y'all what's good what's good what's good sometimes it's, you know um it's good to kind of like you know take a look at things from another perspective and we do it sometimes on wednesday like that you know what i'm saying when we don't get the rock out on tuesdays so we here, man. So that means one more day has passed for us to have some more sports talk. And I think that, you know, today is a good day to talk. There's a lot of things that happen. Um, Boston Red Sox finally pulled the trigger on the Mookie Betts trade, sending him and David Price to the Dodgers. We're going to get into that. Um, we're going to get into the Toronto Raptors doing their numbers on the 11-game win streak in the NBA. We're going to get on that. Um, and we go also talk about this All Star Game, this NBA All Star Game. They turned it into a farce, man. Um, we're gonna definitely talk about that. Talk some baseball, man. You know, I'm a baseball head, so I'm in the building. We're gonna talk some baseball. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about Super Bowl fifty four. We're gonna talk about that too. Forty ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and I'll say this though. I will say this, you know, for every, you know, city that 
you know, likes to talk about New York and how New York has got to, you know, different in, in negative ways and positive ways as well. Um, one thing I can say about New York, we don't never act crazy when we have victory celebrations, victory parades. Now, that's from the outside looking in. Now, when you're at a parade, it goes down. Hard body. I done seen people get smashed out at Yankee parades. I done seen it. With my own three eyes. I saw it. You know what I mean? So, again, it goes down, but not to the extent of burning cars and all of this. So, today, at the Kansas City Chiefs Championship Parade, they had an actual, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the, the, the cops were chasing somebody down. And it was live on the air, and it was it was it was crazy. So they get to popping out there, and everywhere else where they you know burning cars and people getting you know hurt and stuff like that. We don't do that. You know what I mean? We don't do that, man. We respect you know what it is. We have a good time. We rock out and party, but uh, it doesn't make the national news like that. But anyway, man, this is after further review 2.0, 2.0. We are in the building live and direct. It's Hump Day, Wednesday. All right, um, come get over the hump with me. All right, Action VR Network holding me down. Speaker.com is in the building. This is after further review, man. We doing it live and direct. Um, yeah, let me start on baseball. You know, baseball is my favorite thing. You know what I mean? And I'm really looking forward to this season. Um, the Boston Red Sox finally pulled the trigger on the Mookie Betts deal. They was trying to get rid of him. And I wouldn't say get rid of him, but he didn't want to be there. They didn't want to pay him. They didn't want to see him walk away as a free agent and not get nothing back for him. So I see where they was coming from in that deal. Um, Mookie Betts, one of the top, you know, three players in the league. Um, you know, I think he 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 kind of like didn't make it hard for the Red Sox. It was just what it is, man. You know, now you're gonna be associated with this the the old uh, the the cheating the. Um, the scandal with the sign stealing and all of that. They're going to ask you questions about that. Um, and you're going to the Dodgers. That's the, that's, that's the part that's bugging me out. Um, the Dodgers, um, you know, were really, you know, victimized, as they like to say it, in this, in, in this uh, sign stealing, stealing scandal. And now they're getting Mookie Betts and David Price. Um, I think he, he's going to be a free agent after the end of the season, the end of the 2020 season. Um, you know, I mean, I think if he tears up the National League, like, you know, people might expect him to, um, it's going to be hard not to give this man his money. Uh, he's going to be in a position to command a contract in the $400 million range. You know? And uh, who knows? He could end up back with Boston. You know, um, but, you know, as far as winners or losers in that deal, definitely um, the Boston Red Sox are the loser. You know, they traded, you know, one of the best players in baseball for an outfield prospect whose back is hurt. You know what I mean? A pitching prospect who might end up in relief. And, um, you know, some, some flexibility with the payroll that they can't even use because the offseason is over and there's nobody left for free agency. So I'm like, yo, what is, what are the Red Sox doing? But you know what? They got cachet for all the Red Sox fans that, you know, talk that junk about the Yankees being the evil empire and stuff like that. We saw you. We saw your skirt get pulled up. Boston Red Sox, Steve Tower. We saw, we, we saw your skirt get pulled up. 
You know what I'm saying? All those years you was talking about us. Our thing was we like to spend money. Steinbrenner's going to get what they want. Salute and respect to George Steinbrenner. Salute and respect to Hank and Hal. Respect and salute. That's my squad. They're going to make it do what it do. And all those years you was talking crazy about us because we was getting what we wanted to get. Now look at you. You couldn't even keep one of your best players that you had in, 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 in alleged Boston Red Sox history. All right, um, a winner in, in this deal, Mookie Betts. Okay, he was on a team two years ago that won 108 games for Boston Red Sox and the World Series. Okay, um, I think that you know, again, him going to the Dodgers, he might catch a little flack in regards to the the sign stealing scandal. Um, you know, but he, you know, it's going to be also a fresh start for him. Um, he's going to be on the World Series contender in a huge market. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's all on him to to uh, make this thing happen. And um, the Red Sox kind of gave him a play and said, you know what, we're going to send you to L.A. and um, let's see what happens. At least he didn't go to San Diego. You know, and that would have been a different story. He would have made them into somewhat of a contender, but they still wouldn't have been messing with the Dodgers. Um, but the losers in, 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 in this deal is Jock Peterson. Okay, um, he was traded from the Dodgers to the Angels. Okay, one day, you know, he's on the World Series contender and getting ready to play alongside Mookie Betts, who's coming to the Dodgers. Then the next day, he's getting traded to the Angels to help balance payroll. Um, I think that, you know, Jock Peterson has basically became a casualty, a payroll casualty, you know. Um, but I think that, you know, he's still got, you know, a, a good end of the deal. He gets to play alongside Mike Trout now, Anthony Rendon, you know what I mean, and Shohei Atani. So I think that um, uh, his chances of, of getting in the World Series kind of went down, you know, but I think that um, he's going to be in a good situation where um, he can he can contribute, and he's still in L.A. So if he's, a, you know, if he, if, he, if he lives out there, whatever, he won't have to move, he'll just have to uh, play a little bit further down the coast. Um, winners, also winners in this deal with the Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. Um, the Rays and the Yankees, they're going to play the Red Sox 19 times this year and they don't have to worry about having Mookie Betts in the lineup. You know what I mean? Um, they can face Mookie and the Dodgers in the World Series. But, um, again, you know, the 19 games against the Red Sox are guaranteed with no Mookie Betts. A World Series matchup with the Dodgers with Mookie Betts is not guaranteed. You know, so again, man, um, there's a lot of things that reverberated in this in this deal. Um, another loser um, is the rest of the National League, okay, so because now the National League's have to face a Dodger lineup with Mookie Betts probably leading off, all right? Um, um, a couple of teams have now been moved down a notch, the Atlanta Braves, even, you know, the Washington Nationals, you know, um, Arizona, but we'll see. You know, the, 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 it has yet to be determined about Arizona. But I think that the Dodgers, man, they've had, you know, decent teams the last couple of years, and they've been in a World Series and haven't been able to get it done. So now I think that, you know, Mookie Betts having it for one year, you know what I mean, nothing else is guaranteed beyond 2020, is going to, you know, put insane pressure on the Dodgers. The Dodgers have to win the World Series. You know what I mean? They're getting into the World Series. They saw that movie before. They've seen that movie, getting into the World Series. What you going to do when you get there? Now they have they have to win the World Series now, and I'm not really sure about all that because the Yankees are in the building, 
You know what I mean? Even though, you know, James Paxton is going to be out for three to four months. He has surgery on his back. But the Yankees are still going to be there. But the Do- will the Dodgers get there? You know? Um, another winner in this deal, we're talking about the Mookie Best trade um, from the from the Boston Red Sox to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, the Minnesota Twins. You know, they got they have a you know, got them a nice reliever long term. Um, they also got Kenton Maeda from the Dodgers. You know what I mean? Um, you know, he and he's gonna be signed through two thousand twenty three. So the twins got an addition to their rotation. And and Maeda's gonna help them do that. And I think that um now what with the twins have with Josh Donaldson making their lineup extra crazy. Now they got Maeda who's a starter who can get, you know, eat up some innings. You know what I mean? If anything else, they'll eat up some innings. So I think that the Twins really came off, you know what I mean, by, by grabbing up a starter. And so, yeah, man, I think that um, all the way around, you know, the biggest loser, the Red Sox fans, you know, um, you know, it just seemed that, you know, uh, about a year ago, it seemed that, like, Mookie Betts would be uh, a player with the Red Sox forever. You know, he was the reigning AL MVP, um, and he was the centerpiece of a World Series team. Um, you know, he's a young player. He's a fan favorite. Um, you know, and he's a great player. And, you know, the Red Sox ended up trading him. And um, I don't know how likely it is to be, you know, Mookie's going to even give them a chance if when he's a free agent after 2020. You know, um, Mookie Betts was arguably Boston's best player since, you know, Pedro Martinez. You know, and um, now, you know, the Boston fans have got to watch him, you know, um, on the late night tip, you know what I mean? Because their ownership would not open up their wallet. You know what I mean? That's that's not, you know, something that the Yankees will do. The Yankees will, you know, give that man his money. But it is what it is. Um, baseball, man. Spring training about to start in a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? The Yankees, you know, have to now figure out some things now that James Paxton will be out for three to four months after he had uh, his back surgery. You know what? I just think that... um. You know, I think we can go without James Paxton for three or four months. You know, I think that we have a, you know, we have some pitching, you know, and give him a chance to, you know, get his injury thing together. Because remember, he's he's been on the injured list eight different times, man. You know what I mean? Since the start of 2014, he's been on the injured list eight times. So we knew that when we got the guy. You know, last year he missed some time with, you know, he had a knee inflammation in his left knee. Um. You know, I, I, I just I just don't know, man. I, I I I like what he did. You know what I mean? Pitched a three point eight two ERA, hundred and eighty six strikeouts and hundred and fifty two and two thirds innings. You know, um so we, we knew what we, we were getting from the Seattle Mariners. We got him in November of twenty eighteen. Um Paxton is slated for free agency after this season. So again, he's gonna be another one of those guys who's gonna have to, you know, show and prove, you know. And um, we know we know what it is. And now he's going to miss three or four months. So he's going to be behind, you know, behind the proverbial eight ball as far as, you know, um, putting some numbers up this season. You know, with the Yankees, we still have Gary Cole. We got Masahiro Tanaka. We got Severino. Um, now, you know, it's a good thing that we didn't get rid of Jay Hat. You know what I mean? And um, we now got to find a fifth starter um, until, you know, uh, Paxton can come back. Um, Jordan Montgomery, I, I, I was thinking what, you know, he was supposed to be, um, a, a nice piece that we could plug in to, to eat up some innings in the rotation, but I don't know, man, we might have to go out there and snatch somebody up, you know, um, 
Paxton again. Um, <laughs> we just kind of expected that. You know, we expected him to be, you know, out doing some. And I said that. I said that on the show. We expect James Paxton to to have some kind of injury because he was injury prone when he was the Mariners. You know, but I guess it just, you know, happened to, you know, come up now. Deal with it now so we won't have to deal with it later. You know? Um, shout out to the Phillies, man. They're going to retire Roy Halladay's jersey I, on the 10th anniversary of his pitching a, a no-hitter in the in, uh, perfect game. So, uh, you know, shout out to him. Um, I want to talk a little bit, since we're talking baseball, this is after further review, man, 2.0, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. Since we're talking baseball, man, um, the designated hitter, it's, it's um, been used in the American League since 1973. Um, they want to add it to the National League and make the rules, uh, uh, you know, across the board uniform. Um, I think that is a good idea in, in, in the aspect of that it'll, it'll prolong some careers because you have some, some players in the American League who just, you know, that's all they do, designated, they're designated hitters. You know what I mean? And so it would, it would prolong some careers. Um, you wouldn't get to see the pitchers hit as much. You know, they say that the pitchers really can't hit now. And I don't understand that. You know, when you were uh, pitching, when you were playing Little League, you pitched and you hit. So I just think that a lot of pitchers just kind of like focus on, on, on the pitching aspect of it where they can kind of like help out by being another uh, another bat off the bench. Look at uh, look at uh, Madison Bumgarner, you know, and then a number of pitchers in, 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 the, in the National League that can hit, you know. But um, again, I think that what the designated hitter brings to the league is again after you know the, the pitchers don't have to hit, so if they hit somebody, they don't have to get back up and face that same situation, you know. Um, but the DH is used in you know every level of serious organized baseball, you know, and um, I just think that the owners, you know, don't really want to see their pitchers that they pay a lot of money to risking you know injury on the base paths. You know what I mean? So, again, um, I think the designated hitter is coming to the National League. Um, and I think that the idea that's been floating around is, is a pretty good one, in, in my opinion. Um, because, again, it adds a little bit of, uh, of mystery and intrigue to the game. And I think that, you know, um, baseball needs a little bit of excitement. And this would add some excitement to the game. All right. Before every regular or postseason game, for every regular season or postseason game, the home team will de- decide whether the DH rule will be enforced for that particular game or will pitchers just get the bat. Right? They'll be, you know, they'll have a cutoff time, so you can't just do it just before the game. Let's say like three hours before first pitch. All right? At that point, the home team has to make a choice. And the decision, it only affects that game and that game only. So you have to do it 162 times during the regular season. All right. If the given home team picks the DH rule for one game, they're free to keep the rule for the next game or choose to have the pitchers hit, even if it's a twilight doubleheader because each game is separate. All right. Um, you, won't, you won't be allowed to, to, to tweak your roster based on a decision. 
So you just have to basically play the game how it plays out, DH or no DH. All right, for example, all right, um, let's say the Yankees are at home and their designated hitter situation is kind of suspect, injuries or whatever. All right, you got Garrett Cole. Let's say he's a good hitter. He's starting for the Yankees. And the Yankees will be visiting the Minnesota Twins, who have Nelson Cruz at DH. All right? Um, and Jose Barrios is starting for the Twins. All right? And he's not really a, a good hitter at the plate. So that's a advantage Yankee, right? So the Yankees have to choose, have, you know, so the Yankees have to choose to have pitchers back for that game. Because doing so forces the Twins to make a decision. So you see what I'm saying? So the Yankees will have the pitcher back. So Nelson Cruz can't DH. Okay. So again, it's, it, the pressure will be on the Twins manager. Now, do you put Cruz on the bench and hope that he gets the pinch hit, or do you put Cruz in the, in, in in left field or at first base to keep his bat in the lineup? You know what I'm saying? So I, I like the way that works. I like I like how it works because you make decisions like in in real time in game time. You know, you might decide to have the DH in the game and it works out. You might decide not to have the DH and you wish you did. So I, th- I like that rule, but um, I, I don't know if, if, if it's going to if it's gonna work uh, effectively. You know what I mean? But um, again, because you wouldn't want Nelson Cruz sitting on, on the bench for one game or three games. You know what I'm saying? So again, it, it, it's going to be a tactical way to do it. Um, you can have two-way players like uh, Shoei Otani because he pitches and he hits. So if there's no DH, he'll still get the pitch, and then he'll still get the hit in the game. So, again, I think that, um, you know, you want to think about making some kind of compromise. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I like that rule. It adds some intrigue and mystery to the game, you know? And, um, again, like you said, three hours before first pitch, the home team has to decide whether they're going to use the DH or not. And each game is individual. You know what I'm saying? So you could do it for this game and not do it for the next. All right? Um, this is after further review, man. 2.0, 2.0, a.k.a. the sideline pass. You got the mayor in the building live and direct. Bob James is in the house holding me down. We're going to take a pause for the cause. and we come back, man, we're going to get into some NBA situations, man. We're going to talk about the NBA, um, where we are right now, and this – quagmire of the all-star that they turned the all-star game into right this is after further review man 2.0 2.0 aka the sideline pass let's get it canadian aquatic auctions the place to be if you are into anything aquatic nelson fletcher owner and operator has years of experience and wants to help you better achieve your aquatic needs and goals so if you're an aquatic hobbyist and enthusiast please visit canadian aquatic auctions today Their public auctions provide a venue to remarket all aquatic-related products, services, and equipment. If you are just starting out in the hobby, the site has a tack room where you can converse with other aquatic hobbyists like yourself. Canadian Aquatic Auctions is the eBay of everything aquatic. So visit Nelson at his site at www.aquariumauctions.ca or go check out his Facebook page as well at www.facebook.com slash canadianaquaticsales. Together, we can build lasting relationships that are based on listening and servicing your needs in a professional environment. Canadian Aquatic Auctions. My name's James. For six years, I was a garbage can druggie. 
I would do any kind of drug I would get my hands on. But here at Teen Challenge, I've walked away from that drug lifestyle for good. If you know an adult or teenager who is struggling with a chemical addiction, Teen Challenge is there to help. Please, don't wait. Call us today at 417-862-6969 or reach us on the web at teenchallengeusa.com. Skis Watch and Clock, 106 West Central Avenue, Winter Haven, Florida, 33880. Located downtown across from the main post office. When you're short on time, he's right on time. For all of your watch, clock, sales, and service needs, call Skis, 863-294-5630. Sales, service, free estimates, and reasonable rate. That's 863-294-5630 for Skis Watch and Clock. This is our time. We play without limits. We create without rules. We are not for sale. We connect with the whole world. Every idea we've shaped. Every relationship we've cultivated belongs to us. We demand the freedom to be our uncensored selves. And when something challenges that, we change it together. This is our time. Let's start a revolution. Let's MeWe. Join the revolution at MeWe.com. Do you want to capture the best memories you can? Is wanting to preserve those memories your goal? Do you want your memories to last a lifetime? Do you want your memories to look beautiful in pictures? Well, if you live in Southern Oregon or Northern California, there's one place that you can save those treasures for a lifetime. Grateful Heart Photography. Abigail Summers is your solution for capturing your favorite moments and memories like birthdays, graduations, weddings, family portraits, single shots, and more. She can also capture the finest scenery shots around and make them available all across the country and around the world at a price that can suit your budget. So if you're looking for the right photographer that can preserve your legacy, look no further than Abigail Summers at Grateful Heart Photography. Call Abby at 541-890-4657 or message her at her Facebook page by searching Grateful Heart Photography. Much of her work is displayed there. Feel grateful for the memories captured by Grateful Heart Photography. Hi, this is John Therios. If you're looking for action-packed classic fun, look no further than One Nostalgic Weekend. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! So fasten your seatbelts every week for a trip back into time. Only on One Nostalgic Weekend. Saturdays and Sundays, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific on Action VR Network. 
Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Are you looking for a great education that's also in a great location? Check out College of the Siskiyous. We offer a variety of career and technical education programs, general education, and personal enrichment classes. With our new Reg 365 process, you can register for any semester, any time of the year. With on-campus housing, an active campus life, competitive athletics, and expert guidance from our highly trained staff, College of the Siskiyous is waiting for you. Call us today. Yeah, uh, in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Lord, give me a sign. For this is the heritage of the service of the Lord. And that righteousness is of me, said the Lord. Amen. Uh. Lord, give me a sign. I really need to talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown. And I'm still going through it. Like pain and a hurt. Yeah. Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. Yeah. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my safety. In your face and in your eye. This is after further review 2.0, 2.0, aka the Sauron Pass. I got I got a call on the line. That wants to check in and, and talk sports like we do. So we're going to pretend there's nobody listening. we just going to do what we do. You know what I mean? So we're going to go all over the place with it. This is my man, 50 Grand. We go back like rocket chairs. So don't get it twisted. My man, I like to call him Buzzy A. But, you know, his name is Pop. You know what I mean? This is my man. We go back for, We go back to kickball and, and, and strike out against the ball. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. What's good, no man? Doubt. What's, what's good, baby? How are you, man? What's good? What's good? What's the deal? I'm great. I'm great. How's everything? How's everything? Everything is lovely, man. I'm I'm glad that you called. You know what I mean? And we can get it popping. Um, say you no want to start. Um, let me let me say this real quick before we get into a thing. I mm-hmm. said earlier on the show, man. You know, New York. We celebrate different than everybody else. Everybody else across the country. And in, and, and in North America and, and Canada, they like to flip cars. They like to burn shit down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When we celebrate yeah. a championship, we, we, we do what we do. Unless you're there and you see a fight pop off. There's definitely going to be a fight pop off. You know what I mean? But yeah. the way that we do it and the way that we do it is totally different. And we always catch a bad vibe like it's bad here. It's not bad at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just got to know how to win. But anyway, man... Um, Yo, did you see the car chase? The cops were chasing the car at the, at the Chiefs parade. Yeah, I seen that. And then, and then oh, they, 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 they wild, yo. Then they threw yeah. the guns on them. Yo, it don't get yo, it don't get no realer than that. <laughs> <laughs> it don't get no realer than that. Boy, no guns on. They got the cops. I was like, what is this? You want to go? You want you want them in this party? Right, I'm well, saying. Yo, so yeah, man, Super Bowl Fifty Four, um, San Francisco Forty Nine ers, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, another situation where the Chiefs found themselves down. And um, again, I got some things to say, man, but I'm gonna let you say what you got to say. But I'm gonna say this first before you before you before you go in. Richard Sherman, relax. Richard Sherman, relax. Yes. And, uh, go ahead. You you can you can talk now. 
<laughs> oh no, no doubt. He yeah, he he, he gets a little salty. You know, worrying about stuff like I told him. I said, "You you hollering at people that ain't even in the league no more right now, but they're gonna be Hall of Famers. Your your job is to get into the Hall of Fame." You know what I'm saying? He said, "Worry yeah. about other people." You know, you gotta let that go. You know, and it's true. You are a zone safety now. You gotta shut down, man, no more. I mean, a zone zone uh, corner. Man. You know, you don't yeah. shut down, man, no more. Richard Sherman was getting served, though. Like, yo, oh, he got served on that last one. He got. He got well, he got, he got yeah, my dude, like, yo, like, what are you doing? But talk a little bit about um, the game a little bit. What, what was your couple, some of your observations? Well, I thought it was a good game, no doubt. It was, actually, it was a great game, you know. And I tell you, that, that kid, uh, Mahomes is nothing to mess with, man. That kid, he, he got a slow heartbeat, man, because he wasn't worried at all. He knew he was coming back with it. And uh, he, he just, he just, Put the team on his back and did what he had to do, man. I mean, when the running back had a great game too, you know, my man had a great game. He, you know, he did thing. But the key was that the Chiefs defense stepped up in the fourth quarter. That was it. They couldn't stop him all the time. They stopped him in the fourth quarter, and that was the one quarter they need to stop him. You know, and the defense did their job. In the fourth quarter. Let me tell you something about the yo. Listen, that forty-four yard completion. From the, they had the home, and he just threw the shit up, and Tyreek Hill caught it on third and fifteen. Yeah, that oh man, like what? What's going on? And then you know, Sammy Watkins burned Richard Sermon for thirty eight yards to set up the game with a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Um, like Damian Williams, like you said, ran all over them. You know, mm-hmm. and and I, I, and all this happened late in the game. Yeah, the fourth quarter was the key. That was yeah. the key. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, let's let's start with let's start with this one. Quan Alexander dropping the interception. Oh, that was okay. Huge. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was the first stop of the fourth quarter. First and ten from the old forty six. Mahomes dropped back to pass, faked the handoff, and then he got thrust from the pocket out to his left hand side, and he was on the mm-hmm. run, and he tried to take the pass in towards Tyree Hill, and the ball didn't get that far. Quan Alexander, uh, he had two hands on the ball. And oh man, listen! But they, but they also got an uh, in that fourth quarter. If I'm not mistaken, they still got another interception that bounced off uh, Tyreek's hand. It was thrown behind them uh, across the middle. Man. They still got an interception, man. but they never did nothing with the ball. They never did nothing. They, they did like a three and out. And and and, then, and I think that you know the Chiefs' defensive line was getting pressure, man, and they was getting some pressure Definitely. on Garoppolo. Like first and uh, it was uh, second and nine. From the nine yep. thirty-nine yard line, I think it was like nine fifty left in the game. Um, he, you know, Debo Samuel's. He had you know coverage on him, but he threw it high and incomplete. You know what I mean? He had him, but he, he threw just, way over. You know, yeah. He so again, man. Um, then he had on that on that same play, you had Kendrick Ward on the other side, wide open in the flat. Yep. Wide, completely yeah. wide open. You know what I'm saying? So again, you know, Garoppolo didn't now, really play his game. Go ahead. Now, how much how much blame does Cal Shanahan get? A lot, a lot, because he's been he's a been lot. in this situation before. I, I I think that you know, um, yeah, I think Shanahan gets 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 a lot because he's been in this situation before. He was up twenty eight to three once upon a time in the Super Bowl. Yeah, we know all you know about that. But he said he want, he said he wanted to kill the Patriots. He didn't want to beat them. He just wanted to kill them. So he wanted yeah. to pass the ball. This time he wanted to run the ball. Although. 
they, yeah. they, they put the clamps on Moster because most of Moster was decent in those playoffs, and they put the right. clamps on him. That was a great job by the defense on that part on KC yep. defense. You know, yep, absolutely. And, 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 and what's up with this dude that said, you know, the the the, 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 the Kansas is going to be proud of Kansas City. You know, what's up with that dude saying that number forty five? I don't know, man. I'll pay no attention to that weirdo, yo. I'll pay no attention. <laughs> he said the state of Kansas is very proud. I don't get, you know what I mean? Because it's nothing. That, what do you say to that? You know what I mean? He just let everybody <laughs> come to the You know what I'm saying? There's nothing to say to that. Saying, uh, you, know, you know how, you know how we yeah. give it, and we, we don't, we don't associate with, 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 with dummies and weirdos. We don't do that, man. You know what I mean? So I don't even That's talk right. about. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that's that. But um, what else? What else did you see, man? Um, I think that um, you know, when when you talk about Kyle Shanahan and was it his fault? I, I mean, you know, a lot of it. You know, I think what what they needed to do, man, the defense needed to play better. I'm not gonna say it was just his fault because he wasn't out there getting getting burnt toast like Richard Sherman was. No, he wasn't. No, no. interceptions like Kyle, like you know, like um, um, what's my man, um, Quan Alexander, Quan Alexander. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't mm-hmm. missing open men like Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what I'm saying? So, again, yeah. I think that uh, what Kansas City did, like you said, their defense definitely stepped up. You know, um, I, I think that um, even, you know, when they were down seven, they faced like a, the, the Niners at third and ten. They were in the Chiefs 49-yard line. And um, Garoppolo, you know, missed a wide open – wide open, you know, he just missed a bunch of wide open passes. But, you know, high inside is 20 That was huge. And, yeah, that was huge. Twenty twenty, man. But again, it is what it is. Um, who gets back to the Super Bowl first, the Niners or the Chiefs? Well, Chiefs going back, bro. Chiefs are going back. It's just a matter of how much budget cut they doing because they're gonna they have to let some of that salary go. Jones is gone. Chris Jones is gone. Right. No, so right. it's just a matter of how much how much of that defense. The offense gonna always put it together. It's how much of that defense they're gonna pull. They're gonna pull together. You know what I'm saying? Because right now, they, the defense gonna get gonna get roasted. It's just a matter of how much can the offense carry. Now that goes, that I mean? letter, I, I asked you that question to ask you this, because you know they got to pay Patrick Mahomes, and like you said, oh no doubt he's getting his money. Got to pay him, but then that takes away from that takes away from like you said the defense. You know you can't pay the defense if you pay Mahomes all that money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm saying, would you would you take the money, not guaranteed to win, you know, any more Super Bowls, or would you take less money and get guaranteed to win two more, and take less money? Well, it depends on the guarantee. Like you said, he can get enough that ain't got to be guaranteed. He can get incentives in his joint too. You know what I'm saying? Like if they make the playoffs, or if they make like if they playoffs money, you get championship money, then you get Super Bowl money. He can incentive, you know, put that up there. It's a matter of doing that. Instead of money, my salary is two different things, my dude. We we don't we don't we, we you know what I'm saying? My incentive money, my incentive yeah. bread, and my re- and my regular salary bread is two different yeah. breads, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow ain't promised to you. Yeah, one of them got to do with the other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah and yeah. so. I, yeah, so I think that um, you know the Chiefs, you know the, the Chiefs have a good situation. The Forty ers also have a good situation going on too, man. I think that John Lynch, you, you know, he, he really did it. He did his thing. You know what I'm saying? He did a great I think job. He's, 
Yeah, he did a great job. He put a young team together that really, you know, well, um, I, I don't well, think the they. Draft, I, go ahead. The whole draft last year was all defense. You know, they drafted nothing but yeah. defense last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, and I think they, they 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 did their thing. You know what I mean? And I think that um, they got nowhere to look for up. Um, I think it's about them now, and it's not about the Rams, or, or you know, as far as no. or, or, or even Seahawks in, in the NFC no. West. I think not as a back. You know what I mean? And I think that they have the right, you know, the right formula and the right, the right, um, you know, mix to do it. Um, what about the Cowboys, man? What's up? They go, they going to give Dak his money, or, or what's happening? They're going to franchise him this year, but he's going to get paid. I'm not worried about that. He's going to get paid. It's a matter of what, when they're going to do it. That's all. The key is they better not wait too late because the salary is going up and up because Mahomes get paid. He's going to have to get some of yeah. He's going to get Mahomes yep. money, but he's going to get something you know, somewhere different. So they better pay him right now. I don't know what for. Let me ask you this, though, because you're, you're, you're a big Cowboy fan. Let me ask you this. I think that the thing is with, you know, um, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys, you know, now that Mahomes has got his ring, so now it's, it it up with a whole different spin on the situation now. Okay? Oh, no, um, no, no, no. You, you mentioned Mahomes going to get his bread. Now, my thing is this. Um, Dak Prescott, you know, is deserving of, of, of whatever amount he asked for. But I then agree. on the other hand, like, word, for real, like, what have you done? I mean, you 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 got a good team around you. You got talent around you. Is it Jason Garrett's fault? Is it is it you know not having the the the, the right you know mix on uh, as far as receivers? You got the running back. You got one of the best running backs in the league. You know what I mean? You you even got some receivers with you. You know what I'm saying? You got mm-hmm. you, you got Amari uh, Cooper. You know what I'm saying? Um, you you got a nice team. So what is the problem? To me, this year they they they, they flourished on the offense. The defense was garbage this year. They couldn't hold water, man. I swear to God. They they missed tackles. They had the most missed tackles in the league this year. You know? They were they were they were they were, they were top two in the most missed tackles this year. So they gotta get back to the basics, man. Because of you know, today's game they don't rap like they do no more, they just wanna hit them, you know, and stuff like that. It, it's not the same no more as far as defense, you know. They're not rapping no more. They're just basically dudes trying to knock them down, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's terrible. Didn't they get Demarcus? Didn't they get Demarcus Lawrence's money? Yeah, he was. He was a very big disappointment. He's a big disappointment. Like yo, like oh man, yo. So he basically he basically he knifed them into that, you know, with the holdout and everything. He he said, "I won't get my shoulder surgery. I won't get my shoulder surgery if you know, and the longer it takes." For me to get paid, well, I'm going to take for my shoulder surgery to go in. So, you know, you know, no doubt. Listen, man, so he um, we held I, can't, hostage. I can't, I can't talk about your team without talking about about my Buccaneers, man. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm at the point now with Jameis Winston. I'm ready to cut the cord. You know, what I mean, one part of me is saying keep him around, but I. I can't see. I can't see the Bucks giving him thirty million dollars, man. I can't see it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him thirty cents. I'm telling you, <laughs> you got all the thirty. You got all the thirties you need. Thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. You got all the thirties you need. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 but you know what though? I'm hearing like, yo, some dudes is like, I don't want Tom Brady either. I agree. If, 
Tom, what do you, what are you going to do with Tom Brady at quarterback? Like, what are you going to do? do? You ain't got Bill Belichick with him. Right, you ain't going to do nothing. Unless it's a package deal, unless you're getting Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, that's the only way I'll take it. Man, I don't care where Tom Brady goes, Oakland, I mean, excuse me, Vegas, Tennessee. I just don't want to go, him to go on Tampa Bay. It's not, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that in my life. I don't need that. What's, where is the situation where Tom Brady can go and play and start and, and, and be a Super Bowl contender right now? It's not Vegas. Hmm. I would say, uh, what do you think about uh, uh, San Diego? I mean, the new L.A. Chargers. Chargers? With Tom Brady? Shit, they just had yeah. they, 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 they got rid of Philip Dan, Philip Rivers for all the years. Yeah, they got rid of They got rid of Philip Rivers. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, mean, I mean, you know, L.A., what are you going to do? Because I remember, you know, we was little kids, but we was little baby kids and shit. But mm-hmm. I remember when Johnny Unitas was playing for the, for the, for the Chargers. The L.A. Chargers, his, his career was went down the toilet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I can't yeah. see. I, 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 you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy. The Chargers, okay, where else? The Chargers. Well, I can't think of nowhere else where he would win I, I, outside of Tennessee, you know. That's a downgrade for Brady, though, right? Tennessee, big time, big time. That would be that would be like downgrade. That's for backwards, you know what I'm saying? But you know what? Other team I thought about, and and this would be ironic. I thought about this. What does that? What's this sound like? The Indianapolis Colts. I thought about them, but I didn't think he would go there. I didn't think the I think the Colts want to go young. I, they're not a now team. They're a young team. So I got a feeling they're going to draft a quarterback without a doubt. And they're hoping that they, they want that kid love or, or, or they want that kid from, um, from Oregon. They want him. Oh, uh, uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, they want Herbert. Yo, man, I don't see what's wrong with Jacoby Brissett. What's wrong with Jacoby Brissett? Uh, he's, to me, he's just a backup at best. Oh, he's, a he's a backup. Yo, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I like Jacoby Brissett, man. I like Jacoby Brissett. I wouldn't, you know. And this is just me, man. You know what I mean? Other people see it different, but I, 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 I don't see nothing wrong with Jacoby Brissett, yo. Jacoby Brissett started a couple games in New England. Jacoby Brissett wanted to get his, you know, he got his own situation popping off. I think that you know all the all the stars and sit in line for him. Andrew Luck retired. You know what I mean? Give him a shot, man. And people are like ah, draft a quarterback. Get a I got quarterback. a question. Man, how many can you get? I got Go a ahead. question. You said what's wrong with Jacoby Brissett? And when you already yeah, sued him, Brady? Huh? I said you said what's wrong with Jacoby Brissett? But you threw them Brady. You said you said the Colts. Yeah, Brady. I mean you know the Colts. <laughs> You know, because it would be deja vu all over again. Brady come in, be the starting quarterback, and Brissette be the backup. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm just trying, just trying to pick a team out of the out of the air. Like, where would you where would you send? Where would you put Brady at in a situation where he's going to win right now? I don't see. Definitely it. would be the Colts. That definitely would be the Colts. And and and, and you know and you know what though, my you know what though. What would be wrong with him staying with the Patriots? Oh, damn. 
Homeboy from Homeboy from Butler that with a shot. Oh, that was nice to step back with no time on the clock. Wow, that was nice. You know, about the uh, Colts here, you know, is, you know, the Colts have the things Tom Brady wants, you know, protection, uh, protection up front and targets to pass to. But here's the thing. Does Frank Wright w- w- want to coach Tom Brady? <laughs> Yeah, that that that's that's, that's, that's a, a good question. question. It's a good question. It's a very good question. I, I yeah, it's just just uh, I don't really you know feel like you know because last year all we talked about or they talked about last year in the off season was the Cleveland Browns. Now it's going to be all about you know where Tom Brady's going to end up and you know how they're going to affect the draft and things of that nature. I, I I just don't think that you know Tom Brady if he goes anywhere, man, I think it's going to be a shock. I think it'll be a downgrade. Um, I, 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 I kind of hope he stays in New England. And they, and they, yeah, and they he stays in New England too. Really, really, I want him to retire in New England. You know, make it, make yeah. it, make it a good thing. Stay in New England because it ain't the same. Like when when Broadway Joe went to the Rams, it ain't the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Come on, yo. It ain't the you know same. It ain't the same. Get off, man. You when know, Joe Montana went, like, when Joe Montana went to Kansas City. But I mean, but he had. But, the Chiefs were good, though. The Chiefs had a, they went to the AFC Championship. And they lost. You know what I mean? Yeah, they did. So, I mean, I, but I just I can't see I can't see it, man. Like Kenny Stabler when he was with the Saints. You know what I mean? Like what the hell is that? Don't forget, Kenny Stabler was traded for Dan Pastorini. He was yeah, the Oilers, yeah, the Oilers yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. the Raiders made a trade first. Well, here's no the that was a bet. Here's the thing I gotta say. It's a different look. Um, what's your thoughts about um we talk a little we talk a little NFL draft. I'm here talking with my man Michael. We talk sports like we do. Um what's your thoughts on Cincinnati, man? You think they should have Joe Burrow's name on the card already, or do you think they should uh solicit offers for that number one pick? Right now they better find out where that where that brother can find his house. Ask him where's what house he want. Pick the house in the neighborhood you want to live in right now. Talk to him. That's how talk to him. That's that. That's how early that's that's right. how early that pick should be. They say you should be looking. To, we're just telling you start looking for a house you because we're not we're drafting you right now. Hold on. As soon as the Sugar Bowl was over, as soon as that game was over, they, should, they could have told him and called him and said, they they "We're drafting you without a doubt." <laughs> We already sent the card to the commissioner. We ain't even we ain't even put down another card. You don't even have to go to the combine. You ain't even got to talk to another team. <laughs> you don't even have to talk to another team. All we better do is negotiate this this rookie contract and get you out the way. And get you out the way. That's right. That's yeah. Because right. man, right now we work. Right now we work on the second pick, not the first pick. Right now right. we look at right. the second right. pick. Right, 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 right. That's right. We're looking at the like, second and third pick. That's what we they should they should trade down and get more picks. And I'm like, man, are no. you I mean, no. a hometown boy? I mean a home state boy? Should the dude yeah. from Ohio this hell no. This is perfect for him. This situation is man. perfect. What you need to be worried about is is getting uh, Andy Dalton, the first uh, uh, one-way ticket out of town. That's what you need to be worried about. You know, we need yeah, to worry about what Joe Burrow's going to do because Joe Burrow gets oh. ready to be your quarterback. You know so what I'm saying? At the same time, at the same time, I would have told Andy Dalton, um, I hope your bags are packed. I would have told him to put a for sale sign on his house, and I would yep, have told uh, Burrow to find the house. 
You ain't got to go home. You ain't got to go home. You ain't got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I hate to say it, you know something? I would I would um put a tender on AJ Green. If mm. they want him, I'm getting at least a second round for him. So if you mm. want him, I'm gonna give him a one year tender that says, "Hey, take it or leave it." You know, and, right? No, they and, and ain't nobody gonna touch it because they don't want a, a broken down old receiver. He's a good receiver when he's healthy. He is right. the word healthy. The word is healthy. Like I said, the best ability you can have for your team is availability. That's what you ain't That's been right. having lately. You know? That's right. So Absolutely. the key is with that, I would say, hey, listen, I'm going to tender you. Second round, somebody pick you up, I'm going to give you up. <laughs> I'm going to take the second round and run. You can go to whoever yeah. you want to sign with. But I'm going to get something for it. Because we, we can get receivers every day, B. Oh, you know heck yeah. Dude, the, the, the receivers in this draft is deep. Deep. Oh, it's excellent receivers that are deep in this draft, man. CeeDee Lamb, yeah. you got Judy, you got uh, yep. Jefferson, you got uh, yep. Higgins, you got uh, Ruggs. Man, please. You got great, you got some good some good speed guys in this, in this draft, man. And then the kid from Colorado. You got, you got, you got, you got T. Higgins from Clemson. T. Higgins, yep. He's killing it. Yep. You got the kid Jalen Rager from TCU. Yeah, man. Yep. Yep, got some receivers, yep. man. Got some receivers, so you you can find a receiver. Word up, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, so again, man, um, you know, I think what Cincinnati needs to do is just really, really focus on uh, getting you know Joe Burrow in here in, in, in the camp and getting him right. And um, like I said, they got David Williams too, the, the number one pick from last year. So he'll be coming in. So he was hurt last year. So it'd be like they got two number one picks coming in. So I think that, Which means uh, Damon Williams was the uh what position? Offensive line. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The offensive line, yeah. And they weren't hurt then yeah, he got hurt in preseason. You're right. You're right. Yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. If they picked another guy in the second round. I think pick an offensive lineman in the second round. So I don't want to trip that line to protect protect Burrow because you know when he got time he gonna burn, he gonna roast you. Yep. yep. So, so I, that, I, I, I'd be right that, now saying, who am I getting in the second uh, the second pick? Or I would take that second round, which would be a top pick, and i trade down and get either a next year's second round or get a second and two-thirds. I, I, would, I would eat it up. I would eat it up. I would, I would use that to my advantage. I would stockpile picks, you know, because like you said, you need to get young and you need to get better players. But what? You, you need quality. You're going to get rid of Burrow? So no, picks? I said the second round pick, the second round. Oh, the pick. second round pick, second round. Pick. The first round picks already decided. I told you after the Super Bowl game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's already that's already just a matter of just the ink drying on the paper. That's all that is. That's all that is, right? No doubt. That's what it is. <laughs> the ink just drying on the paper. That's already that's a done deal. I'm looking at the second round. My second round, I'm gonna still have a high pick. My thing is, do I get an alignment or do I trade down and pick an office alignment and get another uh, second round pick next year? And double up on that next year. Yeah, you got to worry. Uh-huh. That, and, and you might have to. You might have to worry about think, start thinking about replacing AJ Green too. You know what I mean? That's what I said. That. That. Yep. Say goodbye. If he goes, if he goes, he goes. Um, getting rid of, of, of AJ Green, but yeah, man. So we in the building live and direct. This is after further review 2.0, 2.0. We in the house. I got my man Malcolm in the house with me, chopping it up. Um, we at the trade deadline. The NBA, what's your thoughts, man? And we're going to talk about this crazy situation going on with the All-Star game. I do not like it at all. I don't like it. 
I don't like it. You don't, don't like the way they're picking it? I don't like yeah, it. But um, yeah. what's your thoughts as far as the trade deadline is concerned? Well, I yeah. don't want – put it away. Put it away. If they're going to trade uh, Randall or if they're gonna, or, or they're just going to release him, get some picks for him. Because right now, you don't have a team. You know, get Randall, get rid of Randall. If they want uh, Morris, let them take Morris, Marcus Morris. I'll be like, hey, as long as I can get a fresh round for him, let's do this, man. You know, like I said, it's going to take a while for them to get together because right now they need picks. And they have they have picks on the sleeves. I wouldn't give nobody nothing because, like I said, they want a lot for D'Angelo. They want two firsts. I'm not giving you one of my, my lottery firsts. You know what I'm saying? You can get that out of here. He ain't a lottery to me. Now, you won't give up Curry. I'll take that. I'll give you my lottery. <laughs> but no, I ain't giving you nothing else. I think that um, <clears throat> the Knicks have a bunch of players that you know could be moved because that's what they got them for in the first place. I think the only contract that they was really you know looking to hold on to beyond this season was um, is um, Randall. What's his name? Yeah, Randall. You know what I mean? So it wouldn't be a surprise to see the Knicks trade anybody, you know, not named R.J. Barrett or Mitchell Robinson. You know what I mean? Uh, Marcus Morris. Oh, they are, they're, nah, nah, they're not going nowhere. Barrett and Robinson not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, I think that, um, you know, if the Knicks going to trade him, you know, he could always resign, you know, this summer, even if he is traded. So um, I don't know if the Knicks can get something for his deal because it's expiring at $15 million. Um, and it, but, it can help somebody. But, a, win, but a winner wants it. A winner wants it. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yep. So when they're winner, they want to win now. They want it because right now uh, you got uh, uh what's it? Uh, L.A. Clippers. And to me, that move that Houston made was stupid, man. In the trade, why don't you get rid of Capella and you ain't getting nothing back? It ain't like you 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 trading to get a player that you're gonna win it with. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I was surprised that they they um they traded uh, Clint Capella, man. I I just don't know what the Houston Rockets are thinking about, man. But um again, um when you talk about the Clippers, um you know they they might be likely to pull off a deal, man, before the deadline. Um, you know I I don't know, man. I think that you know with the Clippers, Bobby would like to upgrade from from um what's the kid's name, Maurice Harkless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now that the kid Covington's a trip to the Rockets, uh, maybe Marcus Morris. They can see him in for the Clippers. Um, you know that would be a good so, move. That would be a good move. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if they if they can kind of like work something out, um, for for Marcus Morris, you know, from the from the Knicks, maybe they could work something out. Um, and, and I don't know, man. As far as you know, uh, the Clippers are concerned, man. I'm not really trying to help the Clippers out. But if the, if, if the Clippers, you know, feel like they want to get that upgrade, they can make that happen. Um, but they have to, you know, give us something back that, that can help us right now. And um, wanting to win, what do we get from the Clippers? You know what I mean? For, for, for Marcus Morris, because I think help, that's going to be an upgrade for them. But what do we get from the Clippers to make an upgrade for us? You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, man, what, what, what we could do. But um, I think that was the that was the plan all all, all along to get these guys set up where they can be um, flipped and flipped to other situations. Um, what do you think about the Knicks firing Steve Mills, man? Yeah, I thought it was a scapegoat move. 
but like you said, he he was the one that actually gave Homeboy that uh, contract. Uh, was his name? Thank God we traded him away. Um, Hardaway Junior. Mm-hmm. You know that was a terrible contract, and he was restricted. Wasn't nobody fighting for his services. You know that was a terrible contract. But like you said, I knew he was a scapegoat. I knew they're basically looking for the next guy. You know, uh, and they better not trade for this for the dude from uh, Toronto. I'm not gonna trade for a general manager. I'm not gonna give you a first round pick for a general for a general manager. That, Definitely that, not that, doing that. That's crazy. Like, like I, 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 I think that you know, Masai Uruji or whatever, Ujiri, Masai Ujiri, Ujiri, right? Um, yeah. to run the, the Knicks is like, still he's not gonna be out there dribbling the ball. You know what nope. I mean? And still, who, who, who is gonna want to come to play for the Knicks, even if you got Masai Ujiri to run the team? Like I, it's still to me. It's like okay. Does that make any? Does that make that much of a difference if you have Masai and Jerry to run the team? You know what I mean? I I, I just don't. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Because this guy, they still need bodies. Yeah, you still need bodies. Simple as that. You still need bodies. You still who who's gonna want to come to the next that at Masai and Jerry? You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to make light of it, but it is what it is. And then you want. Draft picks and all this, man, knock it off, man. Knock it off. And then if you can't get the jury, then what? You know what I mean? I'm, t- I'm hearing Kenny Smith. You know what I mean? I think that if you want to really change the the outlook and, and, and keep the Knicks from being a laughing stock, then that's what you do. You get Kenny Smith to, to be um, to run the basketball operations, and you get Mark Jackson to be the coach. You would have a, a, it would be a one eighty turnaround in the perception of the Knicks from 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 that point on. If you got Mark Jackson and you got um, um, Kenny Smith to run the Knicks, come on, man! But still, they still would have to put bodies out there. But that would show that the Knicks are heading in, in another direction, and I would and I would love it, and I think a lot more people would love it too. I got a question. Who's yeah. Danny Ainge's assistant? Who's Danny Ainge's assistant? In Boston? Who's the one yeah. I have no idea. I would go after that guy. It would be uh, something, like you say, whoever he is, might be a younger situation. Might be a mm-hmm. better situation than you going after somebody who's not experienced. That kid is experienced and he knows, you know, how to, how to make trades. Because Danny Ainge has made some big deals in his lifetime, you know? That's why they right, are. Right, right, right. Absolutely. I'm so, I thought that's why we got Scott Perry. Because mm-hmm. Scott Perry was in Sacramento. Remember? Yeah. He drafted De'Aaron Fox. He drafted um, um, Marvin Bagley III. He drafted the dudes in Sacramento. Like, uh, ah. Yeah, Sacramento ain't doing no better than the Knicks. Shows. I was like, okay, we good. But, again, you know, it, it, it always it's a revolving door, man. And it's not going to get right until some stability gets added to the situation. If you can't add stability, then what are you doing? And then, like you said at the beginning, man, you still got to put bodies on the floor that can play, that want to play here. You know what I mean? And, um, again, man, I, I, I don't know, man. We, you know, the Knicks are going to be the Knicks. But I think they have to do, like, a complete 180, man. You know what I mean? Because what they're doing right now is not working. Well, they need some players. John Moran, like I said, John Moran would have been a great fit. You know, 
they, they like I said, they they ain't had a point guard in like twenty years, man. Mm-hmm. A true true good point guard since Mark Jackson, man. Yeah, man. So again, that's that's just a, that's just a problem that the uh, the Knicks are dealing with. Um, what do you see as far as this All Star game is concerned? I really want to talk about that a little bit, man. Listen, I'm not with this. I'm not with it. I'm not with these little mini games, and I'm yeah. Not, I, yeah, I, I, I just think that they should have kept it. There's so many ways that they could have did the All Star game without mucking it up. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. not really interested in. I mean, no, no disrespect to nobody, and I know you're playing for charities and things of that nature. But why did you just can't play it? Why can't you just have a winner take all? LeBron had, Le, LeBron had his charity that they play for, and Giannis has their charity that they play for, and the winner take all. Bong, bong. That's it. Boy. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Straight so, up. Yeah, man. So all this, all this stuff about, you know, each quarter is its own separate game, and then they take the comp, comp, you know, they add up the score through three quarters, and the first one, the one. I don't even watch it, bro. Come on, man. I don't even watch, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? You know, and and and, and like, I, it's, it's no way to to me. It's just to me. I, I'm not trying to be no funny duddy, or I'm not trying to be no you know you know get off my lawn and so Stanley like that. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be like that. I just think that you know the All Star Game. You know, you already got the three point contest. You got the you know the the um, skills joint. You know what I mean? Um, you got the slam dunk contest, and you got the um the um, you got the um, USA against the world the rising stars challenge you got all types of stuff going on you know what I mean it's supposed to be all this supposed to be based around the game and this is not this is not it the score is going to be reset to zero zero after the first and second quarters so the first quarter you get what you get and then they reset the score the winners of the first second and third quarters will receive $100,000 per quarter to donate to a Chicago-based charity of the captain's choice. At the end of the third quarter, the total scores from each quarter will be combined as it would be in a typical game. Why couldn't you just play the game and do that in the first place? I think it don't make sense. It don't make no sense. sense. And then the fourth quarter is not, is not going to be any clock. It's going to be untimed. So a target score will be set by adding 24 points to the total of whichever team had the lead through three quarters. So if the team in the lead has 100, the target score will be 124. The first team to reach that target will win the game. This is crazy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? And, and, and again, man, I, I think that – um. You know, they sometimes you just try to do too much, man, in the name of doing good. You know, you could have just played the game, had the you know, had one team wear um the eight jersey, one team wear the twenty four jersey, or one team wear the two, however you wanted to flip it. You could have did it like that. They could have played for a charity, winner take all. Bong bong. It's still game I agree. competition. Hopefully somebody would decide to play a little defense. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I just, I just don't get how, you know, they try to, they trying to make this thing crazy. So now look at the East, Con- the East conference, um, all-stars, right? Giannis is the captain. Okay. They got 
In the backcourt, yeah. they got Kimba, Trey Young, Kyle Lowry, and Ben Simmons. In the backcourt. Uh-huh. In the, the frontcourt, front they got Giannis, Pascal Siakam, Joel Embiid, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Chris Middleton, DeMontis Sabonis, and Jason Tatum. That's the East. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, look at the West. The West guy in the backcourt, Luka Doncic, James Harden, Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, and Donovan Mitchell, and Chris Paul. That's they. That's the. That's they guards. Okay, the front court. They got LeBron, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Nikola Jokic, Randy Ingram, and Rudy Gobert. <laughs> that's the best <laughs> idea. It's over. It's over. It's over. Yeah, it's, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's over. They were gonna kill the East. They were gonna kill them. You know what I mean? But again, I, I just don't know how they. I just don't understand how they're doing this, man. They make it so confusing where they can just play the game. And here's the point. The point of the matter is after the end of the third quarter, the total scores of each quarter will become like you just like you play the game. Like what the hell are you doing? Why do you gotta change everything up? Like I I just don't know, man. I hope they don't I just hope that this is just for this year. Respect to Kobe and, you know, um to, to everyone who passed away and their families and stuff like that. But I just hope this is a one shot deal. Word up, because I can, I can. It's, it's too much for my brain to comprehend. Can't do it. Word, it's too much. Word up. So what else is going on, man? What's going on with UConn, man? As far as basketball is concerned. I tell you, man. I told you ever since what they did to Kevin Ollie, man. I'm not even bothering, man. Uh, like I said, until they pay that man, I'm not going. I'm, I'm not even paying attention to him. And I'm a big UConn fan. Big. Mm. I don't even pay attention, man. Uh, like I said, I, they they need to pay the man. I don't care. Like I said, okay. Like I said, he didn't recruit. He didn't get his players, and and, and he had a bad year. You still don't just not pay him when you owe ten million. Like I said, okay, if it was two million, would it just pay him and say goodbye? But it's ten yeah. million, you don't want to pay him. Mm. Uh, yeah, man. That's 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 different. That's different, you know. That's different. This whole season is different so far. Because not, I mean, a lot of people not really even talking about this season. Like, you know what I mean? As far as, you know, college basketball, they're not really into it. I guess they'll start getting into it once it gets closer to March Madness. But I've been watching, man. and, and um, I've been watching back and forth. I've just, I just seen the Butler game, you know. I've been watching back and forth, you know. No doubt. I'm watching to see what San Diego State does because they're, under, they're undefeated. 23 and 0, um, you know, they, they're doing their thing. But like we talked about before, man, it's cool to be undefeated and all that, but you don't want to lose your first game in the NCAA tournament. Heck no. That, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's cool to be undefeated and and all of that. That's a beautiful thing. They're going to talk about you. You're going to get a lot of attention and stuff like that. But, you know, and going to the tournament as a as, as a number two or number three seed and get beat by 14, that's not a good, that's not a good look. You know what I mean? So again, I think, and this is just my opinion. Get that loss out the way, man. Get that monkey off yeah, the back. Agree. You know what I'm saying? I hate to say it like that, but hey, man, you know, mm-hmm. get that loss, get that loss out the way, man. You know what I mean? You're not gonna be perfect, so what? Nobody been perfect since Isaiah and them, right? In like seventy, seventy-five, seventy-six. Uh, Indiana Isaiah was on that team, you know? huh? 
Isaiah wasn't on that team. Quinn Buckner was on that team. Isaiah wasn't on that team? No, nah, Isaiah was 1980. 81. You sure Isaiah wasn't on that team? Nope, that was a 76 team. With Quinn Buckner. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that, so that team, that team, that team was undefeated. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was the last undefeated. Wait yeah, man. Yeah, that was the last undefeated. Yeah. And so UNLV. I swore that that 1991 UNLV team. I swear I'd have bet the house on them. They would went undefeated. I watched they got happy. game. They got happy. They got happy. They that team was good. That team was really really good. Larry that Johnson, awesome. and all them, Anderson Hunt. Yeah, that 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 team was good. That team that was team really was really absolutely good. awesome. Yep. Do you, what do you what do you think they would have did with the Fab Five? Uh, against them, they would have beat them. Yeah. They'd have beat them. They'd have beat the Fat Fives? Yeah, they'd have beat them. And, I, and yeah. the Fat Five was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, that, 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 that was a good, that was a squad right there, too. But they, I don't know, man. I just think that, you know, the, 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 was it the second, the second game against Duke when Chris Webber traveled and then he called a timeout that wasn't there, whatever, in the championship? That was like, North Carolina. Yeah, that was North Carolina? Okay. That yeah, was North man. Carolina. Yeah, Chris Webber, like, what the hell is going on with you? Yeah, he traveled. He traveled first. He, he traveled, yeah, yeah, right in front of the ref. And then he, right in front and, of the and, and then he, and, and then he dribbled to the corner and called timeout. Like, dude, call just timeout. the ball. Why you they just told, they just told, When they just told him they didn't have no timeouts left. But, um, yeah, yeah. man, looking look, look at that, um, a team like Gonzaga, man, they, you know, I, I always rock with them, man, in the tournament. Um, they're number one in the country, but I mean, I don't really pay too much attention to that. They got a 15 game winning streak. Um, Mark Few got them doing their numbers again. Um, he's a great coach. He's a very, very good coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's doing his thing, man. But I just always want to see them get over the hump, man. Cause they, they that team that, you know, does their numbers in the regular season and then they get bumped in the Elite Eight. You know what I mean? Sweet 16, they get bumped. Like, oh, man, I can't rock with Gonzaga, yo. But, um, well, they went to the championship one year. Yeah, they, they lost. lost. Yeah, they yeah, lost. They lost the, yeah, they lost. They went to the championship. I want to see Gonzaga get it done. I see a, a West Coast Conference team make it happen. Um, Kansas, man, look at them. I, I watched Kansas. They look real bad, but their record is 19-3. and three. You know what I mean? Even though after they had that, after they had that fight with Kansas State, that was really crazy. Yeah, fight with yeah. Bill Self is one of the most overrated coaches of all time to me. To me, he always gets overrated because he can. He's very overrated. He's a terrible coach, bro. I'll tell you right now. If if certain coaches had the talent he had year in and year out, man, they they they'd be in the Final Four every year. He does nothing with the talent he has, man. He gets great talent every year. He gets a, a one or two McDonald's All American every year, every year. He gets an All American Ju- JUCO transfer every now and then, and, and he still does what he does, man. And he to me, he's not a great coach. He's just not a great coach, man. He's 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 an average coach at best with a great talent. To me. He should have won more championships than he has. Mm. He definitely should have won more championships than he has. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm saying to you right now, as far as um, you know, a team like um, Kansas is concerned, you look at them and you say, hey, okay, Big Twelve, 
Um, you know, Bill Self, Bill Self is kind of, you know, um, doing what he needs to do. Um, do you think that Bill Self will um, move on from Kansas, you know, especially after the situation where they're under investigation, um, you know, the situation with the fight, that didn't help. Um, do you think that Bill Self, you know, will end his career at Kansas, or do you think he can, you know, find another job? Do you think he'll stay at Kansas? I'm just talking well, about he, he ain't going. Put it this way. Put this way. Put He gonna stay till they fire him because he gonna get his check and run. Because if they right. fire him, they gotta pay him. Right. 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 right you know. Right, right. <laughs> if they fire him, so he ain't giving up nothing. He he ain't resigning. He ain't saying he did something wrong. He ain't doing none of that. He's gonna yeah, say, yeah, okay, yeah. if you fire yeah. me, I'm going to the next job. He ain't catching. He ain't catching no cold. He ain't doing that. Hell he gonna no. be at every practice. Hell no. Right. Hell right, no. Right. He's going to take that, that check and run. Mm. All of that. All of that. All of that. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, man. So now we're going to get to your favorite topic in minds. Um, these New York Yankees, man. Um, oh, no doubt. What are we, we going to do now with, with no James Paxton for three or four months? Well, they're going to they're gonna be all right for the most part because, you know, Cole – if you're going to tell me you had to replace Cole with, with, uh, with, with uh, Paxton, I'll take that in a minute. So that's just an upgrade. But the key is having Severino healthy for the rest of the year, man. That's the key. Severino, he, he's he's another number one. So if you got two guys up top just, just balling it away and just doing their job, that's the key. I'm not worried about the sticks. We know we got plenty of bats. I'm not worried about that. You know, it's a matter of just putting people in the defensive positions where they need to be. My thing is, well, Gleyber Torres flourish as a, as a shortstop. We know he can do the job. The key is repetition, repetition. You know, let's see will he get better and better as a shortstop. That's just the key, you know, because we know he can fall. And like you said, that, that kid at second who's La Machine, who's just, just eating everything up, man. The dude, he was a godsend, man. And they only paying him $12 million, which I tell you what, money well spent right there. <laughs> I don't tell me to see that, but that was money well spent. The key is Will Judge have a healthy year? Okay. I ain't saying he got to play every game, more 50. If he plays 130 games, Judge will be MVP. He'll be he'll be considered for MVP if he plays 130 games. He got to play, he got to play more than that to be considered MVP. Well, I'm gotta, saying because you know they like you gotta give me you, know like you gotta give me you, you gotta like give me rest. you gotta give me a buck fifty you gotta give me a buck fifty now because you already missed two seasons with injury you got broken wrist and then no what it is they're not gonna let him play one fifty because they're gonna rest him you know they put rest games on him that's well, what you got the DH DH yeah you know, he DH but they they like to sit him they like to actually sit him so let's 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 count fifteen games they're gonna sit him just because it's uh manager's decision okay. All right, that's 147. That's 147. I, I, I can live. Okay, if you told me he played 142 games, I'll live with it. Yeah, I, I, that? I, I'll take that. I'll 142, take that. you played 142 games, and I guarantee you his numbers will be up there as as, as opposed to MVP. Where they usually are. Okay, okay. All right. I'm mean, so about, about Stanton is the key, man. I think Stanton is the key. Stanton's been the Stanton makes our whole lineup look different. If Stanton could hit on a consistent basis, man, Stanton would make our lineup that look way different. We got power yeah. up and down the lineup. Stanton will never be the Stanton that he was at Marlins because guess what? 
he had no pressure on him there. Okay, they weren't he had no pressure way on him there. He just got to produce. He don't got no pressure on him there. He just got to produce. Key is my thing is they feel he's getting uh what what whatever he get twenty seven million and he ain't doing nothing with us. He didn't earn that with us. He earned that with, with the Marlins. And, yep. and never mind the playoffs. If you don't show up in the playoffs, I don't care what you put in the regular season. You don't show up in the playoffs, you might as well not even show. You know? Yeah. It's a watch. So we pay, we pay this dude all this bread, and, and he, he owes something. He got, he got, he, and, and again, he makes our lot. He turns our whole lineup inside out, man. We are healthy stand to go with what we got already. Come on, man. That's, that's all we need. That's all we like need. I said, talking about the lineup. A, how, I, many lineups I, the, how many lineups in the league can mess with the Yankees with a healthy stand? You got one of the top lineups in the league. Up and down. You get Minnesota, the they got Josh Donaldson now. Minnesota got Josh Donaldson. That's what really makes them crazy. They were good in the home run last year. They were already good. They were already good. Yeah. And they got, they got, they got, um, Kaeda from the um, Dodgers in the bet in the bets trade, so they're gonna be that. What position did he play? Huh? Little pitching, little pitching, little pitching. Yeah, yeah, they got some pitching. Like I said, the yeah. problem is they're gonna win the Central. Let them fight for the Central, whatever that is. It is what it is. I don't, hey, 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 my, I don't know. The White Sox, man. The White Sox, this. The White Sox did some things. They and the White Sox did some things, yo. You don't know, yo. Huh? All right. It's not enough to beat Minnesota. Not enough to beat Minnesota. White Sox did some things, man. Ain't enough. Still ain't enough. Still ain't enough. Unless they would have had Rendell uh, or somebody else or somebody else, that ain't going to help. They didn't get enough. They didn't get enough. Man. The Red Sox, the fact. Red Sox, they got, they got, um, they got um, Yasmani Guandal. They got him. They got the kid from Texas, Nomar Mazzara. They hit like 35 home runs. Like they got Encarnacion. He's a DH now. White Sox and they got the pitcher. And they got pitcher. They got Keiko. Yeah, they got Gio yeah, Gonzalez. Keiko's on his way down. Yeah, the White Sox did some things, yo. They did some things, but they still don't have enough pitching. Because right yeah. now, what's name is on his way down? Hmm. Yeah, they got they they got. I don't know, man. I don't know the twins. The twins got the twins got a crazy crazy lineup. Yes, they do. They got and they got Josh Donaldson. What? Ugh. What is this? The twins yeah, lineup. They're gonna make some noise. They're definitely gonna make some noise. And you know, once they had the choice, but the they had to trade Mookie, and and they gave him forty eight million when they. When they when they got rid of Mookie and um, Price, I was there to catch uh-huh. Price. Cause I like hitting that. I like hitting that human p- pinata. He, we hit him like a pinata. We don't even we, we don't even gotta guess what he's throwing. Yeah, they, and we they had, this ball. You you wanted you wanted uh, Mookie. You got to take David Price. Yeah, they had mm-hmm. to give that up. They said, "So you gonna yeah, take this man. with you? I, I, I don't, 90, you know, you gonna I, take ninety eight million with you? <laughs> I just I just I just you know tip off for the fact that." You know, they was calling the Yankees the evil empire for all these years, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. now, yep. you know, when they play when they played the game that we play as far as spending money, they went and got JD Martinez, they went and paid these yep. other dudes, they paid Chris Hill, they gave these oh, dudes oh, money. They oh, got oh, 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 oh. Before that, 
Remember when they paid Crawford? When they paid? Uh, yeah, they paid Crawford. Uh, Crawford yeah, yeah. Crawford. When they paid Crawford? When they paid? Hold on. They paid. They paid Crawford. They paid uh, Price. They paid for um. What's my man that used to be with San Diego, the first baseman? The first baseman of San Diego. Go, Gonzalez? They paid Gonzalez? Oh, Adrian, Adrian Gonzalez. Right, right, right. Yep. He was at the Dodgers. Yeah, they paid Gonzalez. They paid Crawford. Yeah. They paid Gonzalez. Yeah. They paid, hold on. They even paid the fat uh, 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 dude from, um, from the, 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 the uh, Panda. They paid the Panda from San Francisco. Oh, oh and that Sandoval. was the worst contract Michael ever. Sandoval. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Sandoval, the worst yeah. contract ever. Ever. The mm. worst contract ever. And, and, man, please, Boston made their big mistake. They made some huge mistakes. And then they, they, they bought players just like anybody else. Like I told people all the time, I said, we got more. We, I told people we had more homegrown players than Boston did uh, years ago. All of a sudden, now, now, when they had the Mookie Besses of the world and, and the, uh, and the uh, what's my man name? Um, Jackie Bradley and all that. Then they decided to say, "Oh yeah, we're we're, we're we're gonna mix these guys with these guys." You know, mm-hmm. so but but it, it is what it is. They basically stole. In other words, they stole they stole a page from the Yankees book, and they got saved by Los Angeles years ago when they took Burkett when they took Burkett contract, which was a terrible contract. And they gave up Claw Crawford. They gave up Adrian Gonzalez. They gave all of dudes. And they, they took ninety million off of off of their off of their, um, off of their hands. Mm-hmm. Took ninety million and reset. They reset their uh, salary structure. I said, man, please. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so I remember like it was yesterday. Please, Boston was like I said. They, they, I know when they played the Yankees, they said, "Damn, not only are they kicking their ass, they're young and they're kicking their ass." There you go. There you go. So again, um, you call the Yankees, uh, you know, all types of names and things of that nature. Yep. Look what you had to do, though, man. We don't. We don't do that. Like I said earlier in the show, man. We take it back to George. George was going to get. George was going to get his. Whoever he wanted, he got. You know what I mean? So and, and he didn't. He didn't stand pat. You know what I mean? So again, at the end of the day, I salute um, Hal and Hank. For, for for doing what they do, you know what I mean? Um, and we, we, we're going to make sure it happens, man, but we got to get a World Series out of this some kind of way. We got to get a World Series out of this. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, I don't want to really fall back on we got jerked by the Red Sox and we got jerked by the Astros. I don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't again, care about that shit. I don't care. They did yeah, their job. Care. They stole They stole this time. They did what they did. Yeah, that's not, that's not really a, a, a big thing on, on the radar for me. Um, but I feel like, you know, this year, you know, we got Garrett, you know, we got Garrett Cole, you know what I mean? Um, we have the offense that can carry us, you know, we got guys that, you know, we're hoping that they could have, you know, years like they did last year, you know, um, <clears throat> and, and, and make some things happen, man. But again, I just think, you know, right now, you know, we're in the driver's seat right now. Everybody's chasing us. Everybody's chasing us. Cause they saw what I was telling people two years ago. But, you know, after the 2017 season, going into 18, when Boston was doing what they're doing, I said, do you guys realize Boston won that World Series with a bunch of guys that had career years? Mookie Betts had a career year. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player. I agree. I says, and I says, but they didn't, I says, I says, he didn't kill us and Martinez didn't kill us. I said, you know who killed us? Was that, that Pierce dude, that Steve Pierce. And, and, and Steve Pierce. he yep. killed us. He killed us. I'm like, shit. I said, I don't know what the, I said, where the hell he come from? 
You know, I mean, two they were still on the sides and did what they had to do. I mean, they did what they had to do. But my point is, man, that Steve Pierce dude, he was murdering us. We couldn't stop was, him for nothing. He, he prayed. He prayed on every team in the American East. He, yep, played, he on played on the Orioles. He played on the Blue Jays. Yep. He played on the Yankees. You know yep. what I mean? So, so yeah. So again, he he did what he did, man. But then when you look at you know guys having you know like you said career years. Um, you know, you can't sleep on what guys like Robert Torres did last year. You know, Gio Ashella, even, even though he was hurt a lot, um, yeah. he still look for more to break. You understand? Um, even, you know, um, my man, you know, Brett Gardner, he's the elder statesman of the team. He still yeah. showed the proof. Gardner, Gardner was, was having sex because they didn't want, they almost didn't sign him. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, again, I think that, you know, it's all it's all set up for us to do what we need to do, man. We just got to get the job done, man. Um, I'm worried a little bit about Gary Sanchez and how he's going to play defensively. I never worry about his back. I always worry about mm-hmm. Gary Sanchez defensively, you know. Um, I don't worry about – I didn't worry about D.J. LeMahieu when the Yankees got him because he won the batting title when, in, in, in 2018. Yeah, yeah. It's Colorado Rockies. Yeah. He won the batting championships. I wasn't worried about D.J. LeMahieu, yo. I knew he was going to mm-hmm. do his number. And, and he played, you know, he, he played out of this world, man. Give it to him, three twenty-seven. You know what I mean? Oh, he did great. Uh, he was awesome. He was awesome. He was absolutely awesome. Yeah, he did the numbers, man. So, um, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with Miguel Andujar? Well, we'll we got to see. We got we got to see what's going on. We're gonna have to. It's, like you said, I, I tell people all the time, the, the, the baseball plays itself out. Like, when you got six pitchers, everybody, oh, you got six pitchers. What you going to do when the season starts? Do somebody always gets hurt. Somebody always get a shoulder, you know, shoulder tendonitis or elbow tendonitis. Like I said, Urshela's not going to play 140 games. If he does, like I said, Endor may be a blessing in disguise because he can play third or first or outfield. Whichever one he fits in, I'll take that. I'd rather have a, a team, a guy that can play certain more positions than that can play one position. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It helps. Yeah, give me a Ben Zuberus any day, man. Yeah, I mean he can, he he can, he could definitely you know be that, but I, I think he's gonna have to you know get some. He's gonna have to find some room. You know what I mean? If he could spell, like you said, if he could spell Shella or if he could you know spell you know uh, Luke Voigt, um, we could make some things happen. Um, the outfield, man. As far as the Yankees are concerned, man. Um, what's the Yankees outfield look like for you? With a healthy, with a healthy stand. With a healthy stand, it's not going to be terrible. Don't get me wrong. But my thing is, I loved Hicks. Hicks was like that X factor. Like I said, was he a great? Was he a great player? No, but he was that player that was in the middle. He's a switch hitter, and he had a good. And he played good defense. You know, he had a cannon mm-hmm. for an arm. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what you miss in center field. If you got a guy with a cannon for an arm, that's the key right there. You know. So that was that's that's what I was looking forward to. But like you said, I don't think Hicks won't be back before uh was that Memorial Day weekend. I think mm-hmm. he'll be back no sooner than that, you know. But I hope he does. Okay. Yeah. Um so I think that, you know, as far as with the Yankees after with a healthy, you know, with a healthy stand, I, I you know, judge and right. Gardner and center and Stanton and left. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I think that, um, again, you got to get Tossman some burn out there. You know what I mean? You still got Clint Frazier. You know what I mean? 
Um, you know, Brett Gardner, he's, he's not, he, he's not going to play 140 games. You know what I mean? Um, so you got to have some backup for him. Um, and then you could kind of, you know, rotate, you know, as far as the DH is concerned, you still have that, have that, you know what I mean? But I just think that with the Yankees, they, they, they ain't concerned with my Yankees this year. I want to see what we're going to do at, with Luke Voigt at first base because he has to step up defensively. Defensively, he's a liability at first base, man. He's a liability at first base. And and what we're going to do now that we have, um, you know, James Paxton is going to be out for a few months. What are we going to do to fill that spot? You know, because like you said, well, we got kids that come up. Well, we know Sir Sir he's coming back. We know Sir he's coming back. That's that's a no doubt. Uh, 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 what's his name? Guzman. Guzman don't come back till after May, also. You know, till after Labor Day. I mean Memorial Day. I'm sorry, Memorial Day also. So that's 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 something we know we we can look back for that. That's a 19 game winner right there. You know what I'm saying? So you got you got uh, Severino who's a 20 game winner, and um, and Guzman who's a 19 game winner. So you know it ain't like they slots. They're both young too, man. That's the best thing about it. They're young, you know. So like you say, those do those do. I'm, I'm not worried about them getting together. Hopefully, health wise, they can do something. We'll be all right, you know. What about what about what about Tanaka and Jay Hap? Where you at with them? Well, well, Tanaka's consistent. Tanaka's Tanaka. All right, Tanaka. Let's say if Tanaka gives up, I don't know, has three bad games, he'll have five good games after that. Tanaka's Tanaka, you know. So, so I, I never worry about Tanaka. Tanaka. Ever since he's been with the Yankees, he's been he's been Tanaka. And like I said, you get what you get. Some days you get the hammer. Some days you get the, some days you get the the, the the stick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No you, doubt, you give no the knocker. You know that's what it is. That's what it is. So let's 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 talk about the let's talk about the team across town, man. The, um, the Mets. What, what, what are your what are your thoughts about the Mets, man? Going through what they what they have to go through with the manager change, and he didn't even get a chance to get started. I think that was panic move myself, man. I mean, I didn't see how that had to do with anything to do with the Mets. You hired him not knowing about this whole, you know, cheating thing. I mean, yo, what he did there is done. He's not doing it with us. You know? That's the major league thing. I mean, he's not being – he wasn't – they said he wasn't getting suspended because he was a player. Right. I didn't see no players get suspended. He was a player. He wasn't a manager. He was a player. Right. Right. So what you can do, you know? That was that, to me, that was a panic move. That was a stupid move. What's your PR yeah. home? I would say as a, as a Met, can you look any worse? You might as well keep him. I, I, you know? I, I, kinda, I, kinda, I, I tend to agree with you because I think that, you know, um, A.J. Hinch and, 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 and Lou now, okay, they got the scissors. Then it had to, the dominoes had the domino had to fall. Okay, next in line was Alex Corker. Then that was gonna put pressure on the Red Sox. Okay, they both, were, they both were directly involved. Okay, yes. like you said, Paul was the bench coach, Hence was the manager, Luna was the general manager. So they were all, all yep. directly involved. Now, yep. when you get to after, when you start when you, you when you start going down the line, you go general manager, you go manager. Now you go into players. Now I said even I even I said it back then. I said, yo, when you start going to the players, it's gonna be different because then you're gonna get the players association involved and then it's gonna yep. be a whole bunch of other stuff. Now, Carlos Beltran, he just I, like you said, I think that was a move where they twisted the Mets arm, 
you know what I mean? And, and they'd rather not deal with that headache. So, you know what, they just decided, you know, that, that, that it was going to be best if they part ways. But, you know, I, I, I didn't see that. I didn't see that being a, a bother for the Mets either. They was going to ask about it. But I don't think that, it, you know, being that he was a, a player on the team or whatever. But now, now you're looking at Bregman. Now you're looking at Altuve. Now you're looking at Correa. Now you're looking at yep. Guriel. Now you're looking at yep. Brantley. Now you're looking at all of them dudes. Then you're looking at J.D. Martinez. Then you're looking at Mookie Betts. And he just got traded to the Dodgers, the team who got jerked in all of this. You know what yep. I mean? So they're going to be looking for him funny. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yo, yep. I, 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 it's, it's just crazy how this thing panned out, yo. It's crazy. You know, it is what it is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is what it is, man. But um, I, I, I can, think I, that... I, um, I, I, I can hear, I can hear um, before the trade, I can hear... Anybody from Boston or Boston owner going, if I was you, and the minute they ask any questions about the cheating scandal, I would say, that's in the past. I had nothing to do with that. Let it go. I'm here to play baseball. That's all you can say. They can't make you answer nothing else. I'm here to play baseball. That was the past. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm here to play baseball. That's all you have to say. Listen, in, in, in Mookie Betts' case, you know, you know they know better than that, man. Mm. I'm just saying, in Mookie Betts' case, you know they know better than that. He was on the and team, right. yo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So for him to him to give for him to give an answer like that is like, nah, man, uh, uh-uh, nah, nah. Now you're trying to play me. Now you ain't got nothing to do. You had everything to do with it. You was in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? But again, but you know what though? You know what though? Um, Major League Baseball already told them to kind of be cool with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't want everybody talking junk about, well, you did it, and then they did it. Now everybody's going to get So yeah. they they told the Dodgers when this first when it first popped up, they told the Dodgers, yo, this is to fall back. You know what I mean? We know what it is. It's fall back because they didn't want the Dodgers uh-huh. saying anything about other teams was doing it because it was it was out there. What was out there? It was like six to eight teams or eight to ten teams that's out there doing it. Everybody does it. Everybody, mm-hmm. we've yep. been cheating since little league. Come on, yo. Yep. But you the key is you, when they're using that technology, the key yeah, 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 there you go, there you go, there you go. When you're using technology, when you're using technology is one thing, you know. That, that, yep. That's a going yep. above and beyond, you know. Yep. That's going that's above right. and beyond. If you, still sign, that, if you find out somebody signed, you find out what they do. Okay. You found something. You found something. I'm going to own that. Mm-hmm. But like you said, mm-hmm. but if it's technology involved, nah, I'm sorry, man. The yeah. Apple Watch. You know what you right. Remember when right. they, were, they were using it? Hold on. How about when Boston was using the nesting cameras and the Yankees caught them and ratted them out in 2017? Okay? And they was using the Apple Watches. Yeah, the Apple Watch. Watch. Yeah, Apple Watch. Yeah. And he said this. Yeah. And they said, yeah, we were doing it, but the Yankees are doing it too with the Yes Network. The Yankees said, no, we're not. We don't got nothing to do with the Yes Network. He said, yeah. they do what they want. And they were like, well, we think the Yankees are doing it with the Yes Network. So Boston admitted they were doing it. Right. They admitted. They said, we only did it because we seen the Yankees doing it with the Yes Network. Yo, so yo, hey, yo, hey, yo, Buzzy. They tried to, he tried to do the Nino Brown. He said, if I'm going down, I'm yeah. taking everybody with me. I'm taking everybody with me, yeah. <laughs> ah, you're trying to do the Nino Brown, son. Throw it up. I'm yeah, man. Everybody with me. 
so how, how do you how do you think that this season twenty twenty up upcoming uh, major league season is going to you know pan out? You know, it's going to be a whole lot of questions about the 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 sign stealing thing and things of that nature. But do you think basically that um, you know will, you know major league baseball will get past it, or how long do you think it's going to take for them to get past? This, uh, you know, give it a year, give it, give it a year, year year. I say year year too. Ain't no big deal. It ain't like it ain't like like. It ain't like it ain't like those blatant. How can I say it? It ain't like they got they got proof, but they don't have enough to, to say. Oh, let's take back take back championships. Ain't nobody doing none of that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I that, 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 I, want, nah, I, I wouldn't want no championships that at all. Anyway. I ain't I want no championships anyway. at all. Let them keep it. Let them keep. Let them yeah, keep. If I didn't earn it, if I didn't earn it, I don't you know want it. As long as people know the story behind it, they're going to be looking at them sideways. Let them keep that championship, yo. Yep. That, that's how they had to get it. That's how they got it. You know what I'm saying? No, but, but um, Homeboy shouldn't have said nothing. I, that kid, that kid, Clevenger. Clevenger, he shouldn't have said nothing. And, and Mike Fires, too. And Mike yeah, Fires, too. No, no. Well, Mike Fires, right? He was, he, he was a whistleblower. He was a whistleblower. No, but Clevenger said this. Clevenger said, listen, so from now on, when they come up, they, he says if a ball comes at their head, they can't say nothing. Because right. I knew what they did to us. But I wouldn't yeah. have said nothing out loud. I would have just did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to say it out loud. I'm going to just throw it at you. Oh, well, you went down. Oh, well, you got hit. So what? You know? But mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you I'm going to throw it. I'm not going to say it. So now the referee, now, now the umpire's got to watch Clevenger. He just basically stole his inside. You gave up your inside now. Right. You know? Like you said, the best thing for the Yankees, don't say nothing. Come back with your, come back, you know what you do. You come back with your, uh, your arsenal. That's all. You come back with the That's what you do. Um, so where, where, where are we at with the Mets, man? I think that, um, you know, the, the people are talking about the Mets, man, and them, you know, being relevant for the first time in, in, in years. I think that um, this managerial change that they have from Carlos Beltran to um, the guy that they have now is kind of like a, it stunts their growth a little bit. You know what I mean? They come with the pitching. You already know about Jacob DeGrom and Syndergaard, mm-hmm. and now they got, you know, Marcus Stroman, you know what I mean? Um, they got Rick Porcello, you know. Um, I think, you know, the Mets always, you know, have some pitching, but it's their lineup and their defense that you have to worry about. Um, what, what's your thoughts as far as the New York Mets are concerned? Well, let me say this. Without a doubt, the pitching is no doubt. No joke, no joke. But they got no bullpen. But they did get the Kansas, which is a huge pickup. Huge! They don't realize they're, they're not going to realize how good Batanzas is until they see him every day. They're not going right. to realize that he's huge. But you got to have a manager that knows how to use him. You mm-hmm. can't overuse him. You can't overuse. But as far as Cespedes is the key, if Cespedes comes back hungry and hitting thirty-eight to forty home runs, they're going to be a problem. Because Cespedes, he does rock the ball. He, I mean, he may be a lazy player, but the boy do hit the ball. And he playing for a contract. So yep. he's gonna say, "Yo, I'm gonna get this money." Y'all, he said, "Y'all took, they took like what was it, more than thirty something million from him because of that whole accident thing with the with, yep. mm-hmm. with the wild boar, with the with the Robert Baratheon style, you know, right, 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 <laughs> wild boar." So so he done went down like that, you know. He so he said, "I'm coming to get my money back." So what are you gonna do? He's gonna come out hitting. He's gonna come out healthy. He's gonna come out cracking. The key is, he how the Met goes is how he goes. Similar playing. If he's rocking and he's playing an all-star form, the Mets are going to ride his back. They're going to ride on his back. 
because you know they got a bunch of complimentary hitters. I mean, what's his name? Uh, Conforto. He's a, he's, a, he's off and on big time, but he can't hit. You got O'Neill, who can hit. Don't get me wrong. He's a slap hitter. Don't get me wrong. He, and he goes off off fields, and who's proven to be a, a major league baller. And then mm-hmm. you got your boy. Uh, my thing about it is, I like that kid at shortstop, man. Um, Rosario, Rosario, yeah, Rosario. I mean Rosario. I think he's somebody everybody's sleeping on. He's a baller. If he ever realizes his potential and and kicks ass, he's going to be a problem. If he ever realizes, I, mean, his potential, I think he, he's a baller. He he has some you know struggles defensively, but I mean he tries. You know what I'm saying? So but, um, he he hits. <laughs> Man, I'm not putting this guy in the same category as Jeter. You wildin'. No, 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 not the same category. My point is, my point, okay, Didi Gregorius. How was Didi Gregorius' uh, defense when he first came to the Yankees? He took over garbage and nerves and shit. He was making all types of errors. I remember remember telling Kia, I remember telling Kia that that Didi Gregorius is going to be all right. Defensively, he was making all types of errors. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But I mean, I'm at Rosario. I'm at going to do his thing, man. But like you said, you know, 287, I take that. 15 home runs, I take that from the shortstop position, man. But I think that. Oh, he's going to get better. Yeah, he, 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 he's got to get better. I think if he gets better, then you know. I think that would say a lot about, like you said, a lot about the about the Mets and what they do. Peter Alonzo, is he going to hit 50 home oh. runs again? Shit, he might. He may, he may. That kid, we know he can hit. We know there's no problem with him. We know there's no problem with him. But if you got him and Sussman is rocking the ball, and he he got to hit Sussman ain't got to hit fifty home runs to make an impact. Sussman has thirty eight to forty home runs with one hundred and ten RBIs. He's an impact because all he does is get big hits. That's all he does. He's gonna have to. He, he's gonna have to prove it, man. Because he he's been doing some things, man, and that's 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 kind of like um, detrimental to him being out there on the field. So I think that um, Cespedes has got a lot to prove. Um, what and doubt? again, like and, and like you said, he's playing. He said he's playing for his next deal. So it is what it is, you know. Word up, we in the building, man. That's that's what it is, man. This is what we get, man. This is what you get. After further review, 2.0, 2.0, a.k.a. the round pass. We're in the building. Anything else you want to get into, man? We got a few minutes left. Mm, nothing off the top of my head right now. Mm. Nothing off the top of your head right now? Nah. We basically went over a lot. We went over quite a few things, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on. What's, what's going on with your son down there at Morgan State, man? What's happening with him? You all right? Yeah, he's all right, man. Matter of fact, he just changed, he changed his major. He's doing, um, he was telling me, uh, Jesus, um, geez, that just had it in my head. Um, oh, screenwriting. He's doing screenwriting. Okay. Okay. Screenwriting, screenwriting and something else. I told him, I said, I said, son, don't sleep on, um, communications at all. I said, right, so, right, right. He said, right. he's going to take up communications next year. But he's doing screenwriting. He's down and he's loving it. He absolutely loves Morgan State. He loves everything about it, you know. He, he loves the whole the whole experience down there. Okay, you know, that's what's up. That's what's up. That, that shows a sign of growth, you know what I mean? 
I love it. You Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Yeah. That's what's up. So, yeah. He was home for a long time for Christmas. The uh-huh. week, he was ready to go back to school. The second week home, he's ready to go back to school. He said, yes, he's ready to go back to school. I'm ready to go back to school. Oh, that's what it is. He got it. He got it. He got it popping down there. That's what, as, as he should. You know what I mean? That's what's up. So yeah, man. As long as he can stay on top of his school and make uh, communications is, is definitely um, something that you know he could do. Um, there's a whole, there's a whole you know giant field out there communications, all type of stuff, communication stuff, man. So that's what's up with the screenwriting. That's that's what's up. That's, 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 you know, we need some, we need some, some fresh blood, some new stories, man. Some cats that could really, you know, get imaginative with their writing. Cause we're getting, you know, the same rehashed stories over and over again. And that's, and that don't make no sense. You know what I mean? Right. All right, yo. So this is not the further review 2.0, 2.0, AKA the sideline pass. Get ready to get into the three minute rant, man. Before we get out of here, I appreciate my man. Off and coming on and hanging out with me, you know what I'm saying? And we could, and we, and this is how we chop it up on, on, online, offline, all that. This is how we give it up. Um, the three minute rant starts right now. I'm going to talk about Javante Davis, man. Um, you know, champion boxer, undefeated, all that, lightweight champion of the world. Um, sometimes, man, these cats be out here and, and, and they are, have grown up in, the 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 show me era or the look at me era. I gotta be seen era. I'm doing too much era. I want you to look at me. I got all this 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 shine. I'm I'm getting it popping. You need, you need to pay attention to me. Sometimes man that could kinda like get you uh attention that you really don't need. You know what I'm saying? Um this past, over this past weekend, um Javante Davis had a situation that was kind of like seen on everybody's cell phone and it kind of just was spread like wildfire of um, having a, f- a physical altercation with his former girlfriend and the mother of his child. Um, what happened was, you know, I guess they were at a charity basketball game in Miami over Super Bowl weekend. And, you know, on the video, he just comes like, comes out of nowhere and snatches her up. It was, it was kind of ill. It was, it was, it wasn't right. He just snatched her. And whoever Duke was that was sitting next to her, Yo, you should have seen how he slid off. It was crazy how he just slid off like, yo, I don't got nothing to do with this. And, and Javante just snatched his girl up or whatever. Um, you know, he turned himself in. Um, he'd been charged with simple battery domestic violence. And my my point being is this, man. You don't need to put yourself in them type of situations, yo. You know what I mean? Especially being, you know, in, in, in the field that you're in, you're a boxer. So that... That involves, you know, being physical and using your hands, and especially, you know, in in in, in the the um, environment that we're in right now, got to be easy with that, man. You know what I mean? And you got cameras all over the place. It's hard to defend that, you know. It's all no matter what your intent was, no matter the people know what they see. You know what I mean? And and, and tensions is real frayed right now. Nerves is real frayed, my guy. And for you to be, you know, who you are. You know what I mean? And to get caught up in a situation like that, it's not a good look. And I, I feel bad. You know what I mean? I feel bad because you, you know, you want you want these young dudes to to, to come up and, and 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 do what they need to do, man, without all the nonsense. Because they come out of those situations. You know what I mean? Constantly talking about, oh, it's you know, it's it's bad here where I came up, and I'm trying to make a difference. And bong bong bong, you can't make no difference doing that. You was grabbing, you was grabbing a pair of throat. Come on, yo. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it don't matter what if you hit her or whatever, whatever. They saw the aggressiveness in your emotions, my guy, and that's not a good look. And I'm going to leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? We just don't want to see these young cats out here get caught up before they even get a chance to get started. All right? That's a three-minute rant. I'm out. Thanks to my man, Wacko Bob, a.k.a. Robert James, my man, Malcolm, for checking in, man. Don't be a stranger. You already know what it is. This is After Further Review 2.0, 2.0. You can get at me on Twitter, at RMDesk. You can get at me on Facebook, After Further Review is the name of the group. Um, check me out, man, online, all right? Validatedmagazine.online. I get my sports right on. All right, check us out every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No knockoffs radio. That's the name of the crew. That's the name of the unit. Harlem Fresh, 125. Robbie Danksworth, Rocker Bash. Lord AAA, Baltimore J, Uncle Sherm, Shauna Price. That's the unit. That's No Knockoffs Radio. Make sure you check us out. We're on the Zoom app, y'all. So come get down with us. No Knockoffs Radio, Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays. All right, Zoom app. All right, once again, man, thanks to the whole unit. Um, Action VR Network, that's my man Bob James, Chuck Skull, Sonny Cruz, Miss Cat, the whole unit. We're about to get out of here, man. Check us out, all right, on the War Room Sports Network. All right, that's my man Dev and them over there. You can check out after further review all the shows over there, all right? So I'm on, and I'm out, and I'm here, and I'm out, and all that. Get ready for baseball season to start. Thanks to my man Malcolm again, man. Respect, man. Peace every time. And um, we out of here, man. Bob, let's go home, baby. We out. Get it.
high tonight I can barely see the road from the heat coming up Reach down between my legs Ease the seat back She's my 